0: Welcome to another episode of the Travel Hoopers podcast. I am your host Alan Perdiger Jr. And in front of me are my best two, my two best friends in the world, Philip Dixon and Calvin McGowan. Guys, go ahead and let the people hear your voice.
1: Um, hey everybody! Once again, I'm Calvin McGowan. It's a pleasure to be here. College basketball is in full swing, and it was a it was, it was a fun weekend if you were a fan of swag teams.
2: What's going on, everybody? Phil Dixon, aka One in a Million. It goes on and on and on. Um, shout out to Fisk University for their homecoming this weekend. Um, yep, basketball time is in the air, just like Christmas, and we are here to satisfy you all with our knowledge.
0: Uh, shout out to that early 2000s R&B. Uh, reference.
2: Uh,
0: I hope our younger viewers,
2: listeners, understood it. Uh, if you don't, step it up. You got a whole, you got a whole computer in your back pocket. Use it.
0: Right. What's that? What's that one joint that come on uh, iPhones now where you can just Shazam? Everybody got Shazam. You're probably not going to f- figure out who it
2: is by Phillips' awful vocals, but you you type in the lyrics. Maybe. I'm gonna give it a buck though. I can sing. I just chose not to. Keep going. Philip, you've been telling me that for almost ten years. I've never heard you say. I got, I got facts right now. If I, if I, I can find a friend, you know. But that's not, that's not the issue. Basketball time. Let's go.
0: Yeah. So guys, sorry, I'm, I'm just disgruntled by Philip's lies. Uh, so guys, we're going to go ahead and get straight into the action, and the action is not going to be what you want, especially if you're a fan of any particular NBA franchise, because we're just about to attack. NBA fan bases, because we have nothing else to talk about. It's still really early in the season. Uh, teams are almost at that
2: 20-game mark. So why so, kinda... are you so honest? <laughs> oh, wow, What
0: am I like lying?
2: You could have been like, yeah, we're going to talk NBA fan bases. But you said, we're going to talk NBA fan bases. We got nothing to talk about.
0: <laughs> we don't. It's really early in the season. Like we, The good teams are good. The Bucks are good. The Celtics are good. Duh. The bad Lakers teams are nice. bad. And we're, we know they're supposed to be bad. There's a few uh, teams that kind of, like, mess things up, but we got an 82-game season. Yep. If you're still good in February, we can talk about you. Until then, we're going to make other stuff to talk about, like how I don't understand how any New York Knicks fans exist. I get it if you grew up in the city. Actually, I don't even get it if you grew up in the city. As a person who does not like the Royals or the Kansas City Chiefs because they sucked for the first 20 years of my life, it's really, really hard for me to root for them as an adult just because they decided to get good in the last decade. For a New York Knicks fan who was my age, outside of the mellow years, which you were a teenager at that point, don't get it. And it was only two years. They didn't do anything. Was it like the second second round? One of those years.
2: Wait, do you not understand fandom?
0: I don't think I do. Like I don't really look up to like people or things. So unless Wait, you kind of gotta people maybe, or things. Right? Uh, yeah, no. Nah. What does that like, mean? Like you, you have to you have to do something for me, be like, ooh, I'm interested. I can
1: hook for you.
2: Okay, like, so like, there's no one you look up to, maybe in sports, basketball, for specifically, that you go, ooh, that's crazy. I got, like LeBron and go that, like, it's an easy example, right? You don't look at LeBron and go, wow, that man can do things no one else can in this in this world essentially can do. That's crazy. You you just look at that and go, yeah, and keep on going.
0: I'm like that's that's really dope he's a really good player that's that's where he is for me like um i really like the
2: to followed his career since- what about what about old basketball players like uh ones that like did something for civil rights or whatever right like something for like outside of basketball incorporating that into like their legacy none of that either
0: Okay, so I got one person in particular that I want to talk to about, but he recently passed, so I'm not going to do it. Um, Bill Russell? You know, we here. Bill Russell did amazing things. Bill Russell has three ex-wives. They're all white. It's a little hard for me to rock. <laughs> it's a little <laughs> hard for me to rock, but you're oh, a super oh. like, Yeah, you have... you. You only dated... White women. And you, my bad, you only married white women. I get it. You were in Boston a good portion
1: of that time, but you were from the South. You went to a Southern school. Mm. You could have. You could have. I'm leaving that exactly where it's at for the time being.
0: But you see why. Like I, I look at other layers to things, and that stops me from having like that level of fandom. That's why I can't get behind the Kansas City Chiefs. That's why I have t- taken a break from OKC I love the Thunder. That is one of the teams that I grew up watching. I cannot mess with them until they are a respectable team that can actually compete
2: or at least a playoff spot. They can't do that. But you grew up with them being that. So as soon as they aren't that, you're just like, I'm done? You have Russell Westbrook,
0: who, even as a rookie, when he was raw, was still amazing as an athlete. You also got Kevin Durant, who I, I feel like... I fell in love with Kevin Durant. Uh He did a commercial with Gilbert Arenas for like 2K7, and he was getting bu- he was giving Arenas buckets, and I was like, belt no, that's my favorite player. Because uh, Gilbert Arenas was my favorite player before that.
2: So, yeah, you, you see where I'm going with that. You got I, you got to a- a- be something. With that, though. I, also, I don't see you're going with that. So, they were good when you were coming up. So, you were a fan of that. Yeah. So, for a long time, you didn't know them to be bad. Now, they weren't, they haven't been to Oklahoma City for a long time. I'm assuming, correct if I'm wrong, you weren't a Seattle SuperSonics fan. Not at all. Never saw a game. So, they, what, what What? year did they come to uh, Oklahoma? 2005. No, it had to be 2008. Because it, it was after KD, KD, played, KD played a year. A so, maybe Super 2009. Super so you grew up only knowing them as winners. yep. Yeah. And then as soon as they're not winners for three, four years, you're like, no, nah, I'm good? No, no, no. is the difference between not being good for three, four years. They lost everybody that
0: I was a fan of. And they specifically came out and told us,
2: hey, we about to suck so these first round picks turn into something. So and you I mean, were a fan? Watch that. So you weren't a fan of the organization, you were a fan of the team. Yeah. So you're not an OKC Thunder fan. No, no. OKC Th- OKC Thunder
0: is the team.
1: Yeah. The organization counts as the, the front
0: office. office. I'm cool. I'm cool with the front office. I like our guys in the front office. If you think I'm about to be out here wearing what, what's what's the uh, GM name? I can't think of his name right now. We we haven't heard nothing from him in a minute. Uh, uh, can't help.
2: I'm not about to wear a GM jersey. You feel me? Well, I'd hope not. Um, Nobody on that team right now I want to wear their jersey. I like Shea Gillespie's, Alexander. I do. Don't want to wear his jersey. Okay. Now, I'm not that petty. I understand a loyalty. So, like, being for... I I mean, I do, right? Uh, I am a homer, right? Chiefs, Royals... When they were bad, still a fan. And they were bad my whole life. They were bad way before I was even born, right? Still a fan. And then they, that, that going through that and being a fan of them during those times, when they eventually do win, you tend to, that, 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 that feeling becomes better. There's, a, there, there's an exclamation point at the end of that feeling when they eventually become good. If you just don't pay attention to them, but only pay attention to them when they're good, then you lose a little bit of the experience. Now, that is just my opinion. And I think as a for those individuals that are New York Knicks fans, they probably feel that as well. Because, sure, there'll be ups and downs, and sometimes the ups aren't nearly as high as the NBA championship. But um, I also think... To go along with that that basketball is just a different sport in comparison to other sports basketball very few teams that are that haven't won yet will win right like the Dallas Mavericks are like Dallas Mavericks and like you know the Cavaliers, they are few and far in between right usually it will be Celtic usually it will be a laker usually it'll be these other teams that in, in the, in the s there's, there's a slim chance I mean or being other teams more recently than 30 plus years ago, right?
1: But like other sports, well, like you baseball, know, football the, the league did the expand around. a couple times. That's gonna increase your options. The what? The league did expand a couple of times. Oh yeah. Philip, get know. to the point,
2: bro. I don't, I don't get where this is going. Sorry, that gum was super old. Um, that was gross. Um, The point is, I understand the loyalty aspect of the Knicks. If you're a homer, you have pride in where you're from, aka from New York City, then you're going to like and root for anything New York City bound. That's why they, and and the emotions that come along with that when it comes to the Knicks. So when they eventually do win, because at some point they're going to win the big one, right? Eventually when they do win, that roller coaster ride that you went through all the way into that moment is going to be worth it. Now, you'll you give me the look like, will they win? They have too much money to eventually not win. Eventually, right? What what in the last 20 years, 30 years, I like, showed you that it's
1: true? Pearl the Pearl was on the squad the last time they won.
2: Money. Eventually, they will fi- eventually. That will work. In all sports, that happens eventually.
1: No, no. Money does surprise... I, I, I think you money tracks surprisingly it. poorly to wins. You don't, in, no, in, no, no. In money Money
2: does surprisingly poor when it comes to long-term winning. When it comes to winning in a bunch, money tends to... Uh, or when it comes to winning in not, like, like like one or two years, Money tends to do that. Now, if you want to build a system and all of a sudden a dynasty, things like that, that's a whole different conversation. But if you just want to, one year, hit it and quit it.
1: I mean, money it fails in, in in one year situations frequently too. Otherwise, like the Yankees would win every year.
0: And you have to be good,
1: and they're not good. Nobody's nobody.
0: As much as we talk about money being the deciding factor, like. Over the past 20 years, the biggest signee that the New York Knicks have gotten is Carmelo Anthony, who we can all say is a superstar
2: at that time. Their second biggest signing, Julius Randle. That's not. the second biggest signing in the last 20 years, Julius Randle?
0: Can you tell me somebody else?
2: Yeah. Who? Jeremy Lin. That doesn't I, count. I, <laughs> you, you know, know that why? doesn't count. Of course, it don't, of course, it don't count. Like, like, on. Yeah. who do Of course, it that don't. was fun though. Listen, listen, listen. Do you want to hear? Speaking of Nick fans, hmm. the fact that forget what for the forget this last conversation we had. Because oh. now I'm just upset about Nick fans. I wasn't upset. I was trying to get their side, trying to help them out. But actually, Jeremy, this whole Jeremy Lin thing really reminded me kind of how obnoxious they are. This man just got a documentary. Okay. From- yes, I might have to check that out. To be honest with you, based off two weeks. Poor I know. No, no, no. I know he's a person, and he went to college, and he went to the ranks to eventually get to you know the New York Knicks, and then all of a sudden he could he he, he was a, a part of a representation of. Asian Amer of Asian the Asian Americans in the in the NBA and then he went to China because he we couldn't stay in the league. I don't care about that. We know Jeremy Lin faced off 2 weeks. And this man got a whole documentary where Hasan Minaj the comedian is on there going. It was incredible. There was nothing like it. Nothing like it? It's Jeremy Lin. You you Nothing like it. It was Jeremy Lin. If you were alive back then, you understand you how this was.
0: <laughs> So what? I said we did get one of the worst headlines of all time out of it. Which is what? I can't repeat it, but uh, you you can look it up. The c word in the armor. That's crazy.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <What>? yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Who put
1: that to? Who let that print?
0: Bro, somebody's editor got fired that day, hopefully. That's wild.
2: <laughs> Jeez. That's wild. I could
1: have I mean,
2: gone it my whole it. life without knowing that. <laughs> like but, we well, to say this. The website. But, but, I don't even know why we started off with the Knicks. Because the Knicks aren't the most, easily aren't the most annoying fan base in the NBA.
1: It's the Lakers.
2: Easily. I don't even, I don't even count them. No, 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 no. It's so
1: no. widespread
0: that I... There's a there's so many of them that I expect there to be
2: a good amount of dumbasses. No, no. no. The issue is I expect some stupidity. The issue is there's too many. There is enough stupidity amongst Laker fans to make and to, to have an issue with me. You know what I mean? Because like it's 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 we win. We know about Laker basketball barely. And we, but we don't know about basketball. We only barely know about our team, but we only, but we don't know about basketball in a general sense at all. Having a conversation generally with the Lakers fan about basketball is the biggest waste of time because they know <laughs> nothing. You can't have an intellectual articulate debate about anything basketball because Kobe Bryant's name will always come up as number one or two, which I do think generally Kobe Bryant is lower on people's totem pole for stupid reasons. But but he is always one or two with them, and then they bring up Shaq. They bring up Shaq. All of a sudden, now they bring up LeBron, and they have uh, Magic Johnson and 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 Kareem. It's like Showtime Lakers. Name me six players. Right now, they can't do it. Lakers people, Lakers fans, can't do it. It is magic and it's Kareem. What was Kareem's name before it was Kareem? They don't know because they don't know basketball. That's the issue. Lakers fans irritate me like no other, and it makes me sick. <clears throat> I'll be real with you.
0: I have not met a Lakers fan who wasn't fun. That's what I'm rocking with. They are fun. They always they got good energy. They might not know nothing, but they're they show up and they will entertain themselves.
1: And I, Lakers are the seen, only team to always have bandwagon fans. Exactly. And I've never seen, I've never seen a hating
0: Lakers fan. You what? Get, Seem like a, a hater Lakers fan. Like, we're like, oh, we we hate this. Okay, that's that's a lot. I forgot about all the but they sucked. Um, I mean, if we being real, they still in the middle of that of sucking for the past. Also,
1: side note, can can we all agree that like because like at some point someone's gonna try and make this argument that, like, can we agree that LeBron NAD won't go down in history as Lakers greats? What are we doing? Yeah.
2: Absolutely. At, listen, in comparison to all the Lakers greats there are, you being good for one year means nothing. For the, no, look, at its core, Lakers fans and the Laker, Lakers of the organization, they have been successful with some very successful duos and some very successful teams. The LeBron AD is at the bottom of the totem pole, like the bottom of the Lakers' quote unquote great players to be together. Yeah. I wholeheartedly agree with that. I think the thing that we're missing
0: all of the other Laker greats longevity. We do not have that with LeBron and AD. What is this year three for LeBron and AD together? Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, yeah. <clears throat> Unless they came in and were just monsters, we're talking about Scottie Pippen and Jordan type duo where they can't do anything but win. That was the only way they would get submitted as Laker greats. Like, do y'all remember at, when like LeBron came over? They were talking about like, does LeBron get on the Lakers Mount Rushmore? And in my head, from w- everything that LeBron has done, yes. He belongs Would on Mount. The... What did
2: you say? Oh my God. No. From everything I, 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 LeBron has no, 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 done. Bad. This... I, I, my bad. My bad. My I bad. Lost, I, lost, I, lost, I lost a lot of respect for you. Keep going.
0: From everything LeBron has done, he deserves to be on the Mount Rushmore. But when you look at what he's done for the Lakers, there's no way he gets on the Mount Rushmore. There are so many other players who deserve points on the Mount Rushmore. LeBron. LeBron might be. Fisher might LeBron Fisher over LeBron when it comes to being on the Mount Rushmore of Lakers.
2: LeBron's behind James Worthy. Mm-hmm. I think LeBron might be behind. Uh, uh, uh. LeBron might be behind.
1: Uh. Derek Fisher. Derek Fisher. I just said that. Yeah, he did recover pretty well from his, from the beginning of the state yeah,
0: You you gotta
1: ride the
0: wave. Once you ride the wave, you'll understand where we're we'll going. Come on now, there's a there's always a beach at the end of the ocean. Come on, son.
2: Robert Horry behind. Robert Horry? I don't know how many br- what rings they won together. Oh no He was one? there. I've... He won one. More than one. I think he
1: had More than one. I think he had like five total. I think three were with the Lakers. I could be wrong. Okay. He got, he got three. He's also got at least one with the Spurs and I'm pretty sure he's got one with the Rockets.
0: Yeah. So LeBron, not on air. AD, he don't even get to kick the rocks at Mount Rushmore. There are, there are so many other players that I would rather see even get one of the, uh, eyebrows up there before Anthony Davis, uh, yeah, but I, 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 I really don't have an issue with the Lakers fan base, bro. They, they're they solid.
2: They're not solid. They're dumb.
1: I didn't say anything about being smart.
2: I said they're solid. No, no. You, no. Can
1: be, you can be Start solid. The Lakers fans He's entertain solid. him. That's what it boils down to. They're fun. They're fun. You, you
0: know a fan base that I can't get behind?
2: Gonna say. Philly. You're going to have to explain you, this you, one. To you me. meet them? I've never met... I don't think I've ever met an actual... Oh, no, it's like... I know one person who's an actual Philly fan, but, like, I think he's just an annoying person in general. I don't think it has anything to do with, you know, the, the, the players themselves. Or the Phillies themselves, excuse me. Look,
0: I'm not a Brooklyn Nets fan, but I am rooting for the team. After having our own Ben Simmons exper- experiment and experience, I understand why you acted the way they did. But I've never seen a fan base or a city clown one single person the way that anybody else had. That's enough for me to be like, yeah, I can't rock with Philly fans. Wait. They destroyed that dude. They
1: destroyed destroyed that man who was already clearly hanging on by a
2: thread. Listen, it is crazy. In, to base, in
1: their defense, is, they were they, they did have his back for quite a while for, for a good little while.
2: It is crazy to That's blame he was amazing. It is crazy to blame the fan base and not the player. That's wild in that instance. Like Ben Simmons, like if you dunk that basketball, the fan base has nothing. The fan base knew you couldn't shoot, but if you stop doing layups and start to stop doing dunks And the fan base, all of a sudden, they flipped on him. That is his fault. That's not their fault.
0: I'm going to be real with you. How many times have you seen a player do something stupid on the court? J.R. Smith. There's no reason why any of us should like J.R. Smith based off of that statement that you just made with a player doing something really stupid. We laughed off what happened with J.R. Smith, even though we know for a fact Right ruined he ruined that finals game right for lebron
2: we it's a horrible analogy it is
1: it is shut up shut up I'm talking <laughs> uh ben if that shot drops he's hit like everybody would have loved it exactly Ben Simmons passed up one shot while
0: being the second-best defender, and their best primary ball handler on their team. One thing makes you completely flip on him. Uh, we, we get it. He can't shoot. But he hasn't been able to shoot his entire career. That's not new. That's right. not interesting. The yeah, fact
1: that apparently- the entire city came down on that after we already know what he can't do? I, th- no. I think the issue isn't just what he can't do, it was like, I think it was more like a straw that broke the camel's back thing, right? I mean, I need to hear you complain earlier. You feel me? I get you, but, like, you gotta understand people, right? Long as everything seems more or less good, people aren't gonna complain, even if there are problems. You don't hear about problems in locker rooms until dudes start losing. Hey, and that's
0: that's exactly why relationships this country fell at the rate that they do. Address problems early so we can get things
2: figured out. Listen, cool. I'm going through it. I'm going through it. You just compared uh, a primary ball handler to a franchise player. You can't do that. That's why that analogy doesn't work immediately. So Who well, was
1: viewed as a franchise player?
2: Was, the you mistakes. Say,
1: mistakes. Hmm? say one more time, Calvin. There was a point in time where he was... Viewed as a franchise player. At that a moment, player. he
2: wasn't a franchise. He was not a franchise player, though. We're not talking about Nuggets, Jr. We're talking about. Oh Jar- wait,
1: wait, hold on. Wait, I thought we had switched to Ben Simmons. Absolutely.
2: <laughs> no, 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 we not. So the analogy that Allen gave was making comparison with the with 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 the uh, reaction from JR Smith to Ben Simmons. That's that was the analogy you made. You can't make that analogy inherently. A mistake is a mistake. Who different going. people? What? A mistake is a mistake. But keep That's going. Not true. No, no 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 you don't care. What's what's the analogy? Okay, right now if Steph Curry makes a mistake in comparison to Wiseman making a mistake for 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 sake, those are two separate instances because though the roles as not, 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 not roles as players, but their roles as figures of the team are completely different. Like, Do you see how it, that's, that's, a a political thing, thing.
0: that's a political thing, not a basketball thing. That is because
2: a turnover is a turnover, right? It doesn't matter who does the turnover, it's a it because course, one person's on more than the other. <laughs> One would person you're depending on more than the other. You're depending on Ben Simmons, a primary ball, de- a primary ball handler, a primary on-ball defender, and the second-best player of that team. And you're, you're, you're depending on him and his necessities in comparison, his IQ, in comparison to J.R. Smith? At that moment, J.R. Smith. Now, the accurate comparison would have been between, you know, if it was Kyrie or Kevin Love or something like that. That's, 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 that's accurate. But the context around it matters. That's not pretend it doesn't. No, the, re- the result is the thing that matters. If no, the that, there's more to it than that.
0: Philip, why does it matter who did it? Outside of the fact that you think just because this person is in a situation that they're not wait, supposed hold to.
1: Up, wait, wait, wait. We're, just, right. we're just talking about that moment where like he heaved a half-court shot with time left on the clock, right?
2: No, we're talking about that moment. Who?
1: JR. Okay, what we talking you know, about? I actually
2: <laughs> remember the moment when JR. held onto the ball and LeBron was like, "Call timeout! Call timeout! Call timeout!" Yeah, when he, ran, he was running the opposite direction. And LeBron, he should have called timeout, and he didn't call timeout. In the finals, final time the, ran out.
0: Right. The Lakers, the uh, Warriors.
2: That's yeah. what I was talking about, right? Yeah, 2015 or 2016. One of those two years, yeah. Yeah. So. But exit, <clears> no, no. But we're saying this: if you are. A fan, if you were on the court at that moment, you're right, but as a fan base looking at that moment, you are going to be incredibly upset because of the position of the person that made the mistake inherently your second your second best player. Makes the costly mistake. You as a fan are going to inherently be more upset about that if it's not in in comparison to a role player, especially for a game that mattered but didn't nearly matter as much as when Ben Simmons was doing his thing. And Ben, and hold on, and J.R. Smith, that was one mistake. Ben Simmons made a lot of mistakes. It he did. Outside of that first, outside of that first series, when you know they lost, I believe it was to Boston, and Ben Simmons held Joel B was like, "Don't worry, we'll be here again." He said, "I'm paraphrasing, but he said something like that." Almost every single series after that, shooting that was already on every fan base, every, every fan of Philadelphia's mind was the shooting aspect, not shooting. But then all of a sudden, he's making other mistakes after that by not taking the easy shots and deferring to lesser players. Then all of a His sudden, it's just an avalanche. Time. It's an avalanche of thought. So you can't blame, you can't blame the um the fan base on that. You have to blame the player. No, Philip, I'm not mad that you guys got mad. I am.
0: My issue is. How hard they came down on that
2: man! It's Philly. Oh, they know that they at, Fano, at, at at Eagles Field. You said what? When the Eagles played, they were known. Santa Claus is going down the, the down the field, and the fans threw snowballs at Santa Claus. This is like in the nineties. Philadelphia. You hear how that's not known, fun, right? You know what? You hear that? How that's not fun, right? For you who? You know, or like for the fans. For the fans, that sounds like a blast.
0: Bro, that's they a crowd full of assholes. What are you talking about? That's- you are one. That's issue. <laughs> one. Are, you are you not one? I'm not. I'm the- oh, You're- my God. Okay, wait, up, my level of asshole is different. I am not going, I am not, as a TV producer, <laughs> crazy. I would not say, hey, there's Ben Simmons, and this from a trash can. That's wild. That is, that, is, that is a Twitter activity, and you brought that on net. I guess not national TV, but you brought that on one of the biggest news channels in Philadelphia. That's wild. That is a wild, childish thing. And as a wildly childish person, I can't rock with
1: it. Wait, was that clouding of Simmons much worse than I initially
0: said it to be? Yes, it's, go look up everything about it. It's really, really
2: bad. It's bad. It's so bad, that man's broken till this day but guess what you destroyed a man you no you didn't destroy a man you destroyed a dude that was what 24 at the time sure dog listen but here's the thing but here's the thing about those kind of fan bases just how negative it can be to a player like that on the flip side when they're down for you they will be down for you you hear how that's abusive right you hear that's a b- abusive relationship. Abusive relationship. Yeah. It's not a relationship.
1: This is it a is business. A what are you talking about? It's a business. Sports is no, not a relationship. selling tickets is a business. Fandom is the relationship between the person and whatever it is they are a fan of. You, expl- you explained that earlier when you were talking about the Kansas City Chiefs. I do not have a relationship with the Kansas City Chiefs like
0: that. Yeah. So it's the same exact thing with Philly like, it's not the same as
1: like, It's not the same as like knowing somebody, but it's still a kind of relationship.
2: It's an abusive relationship. They're abusive. They're abusive. Can I be honest with you? Go ahead. That nigga soft.
1: Like, why are you giving an excuse for him being soft? Like I mean, that, that doesn't make it not abusive. Right? It just means, of course, he was going to handle it poorly. Right. But when you have all
2: these people in Philly... Philadelphia uh, has been around for forever. The 76ers has been around an organization forever. All of a sudden, one man gets broken, and all of a sudden, they abusive?
1: One man. I'm pretty sure you know, they, ha- they, they, they low key they, had that kind of reputation prior they to a history.
2: history. Like, there, there were some nights where they booed AI. That's crazy. Some nights they booed AI. AI, that city loved AI. So we can't base a few nights where they booed AI out of a whole uh, out of a whole scenario. If if
0: people love me, you gotta love me. Even at my worst. Like there's there's constructive criticism. And then there's being like, get off the court.
2: One's wild. One's one's wild. Those reasons that you're saying that you don't like Philadelphia. Then you should like no. Hey, fans. I just say I don't like Philadelphia. I rock with Philadelphia. The same sixers I don't. You should like no seventy. You, you should like no fan base. Then almost every single fan base that exact same way, but that, that that has won something, that has had a great player or has won something. Each fan base is that exact same way. I've never seen Atlanta do anything poorly.
1: Atlanta
0: who? <laughs> you the Hawks? The hot ha- Look. And you said great player, Dominique Wilkins. Mad respected. Dominique Wilkins is still mad respected to
2: this day. I know they ain't never won nothing. But you know what's crazy? That adds on to the legacy of Jordan because the entire time, he's happened to play in an era where no one could be mad at their person for not winning because everybody saw how good, how great Dominique was. But the fact that he kept losing to Jordan and he was in the Jordan era – the, even the fan base, of, of uh, even that fan base was like, okay, Charles Barkley, okay. If Akeem Olajuwon didn't win, people, people would be like, yeah, he played in the Jordan era. Like, it is what it is. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that, has, that has a very specific scenario.
0: That's it. Philly was on Charles Barkley's head at some point, too.
2: He was a rookie.
0: I don't care. Unhealthy
2: behavior. It's, it's, it's Hold on, behavior. stop. They were right. on his I head. Mean, but still, but he still claims him. He claims Phoenix more, obviously. But Charles Barkley still claims him. He, he because he's not soft. The place where you became
0: a superstar, you would rather pick the team where you were old. What do you mean by that? He was. You grow up in a place you naturally have an attachment because that's where you become a human. You mean to tell me he go to the place where he played three
2: seasons and he would rather rock with Phoenix than Philly? Because he took Phoenix further in the playoffs. They went to the NBA Finals. No, no. And this is like the moment where – or this is a moment in time where it was so difficult to get to the NBA Finals that when he did that, the city huddled around him because he – was that guy at that moment? When he was in Philadelphia, Philadelphia was still on the the, the, the bandwagon, the coattails of Dr. J. So, mm-hmm. so he had so he hadn't reached that limelight yet to be able to to really grow up to that level until he ended up leaving. So that those are very specific scenarios. And honestly, what I just said is hella hard. Because I just thought about it just now. Listen. That's the biggest difference between that. Charles Barkley, if Charles Barkley would have been drafted there, and they would have been a legitimately really bad team, and Dr. J wouldn't have been there, I think your point would have more validation. But the fact that he had leg- like legendary status people there, a.k.a. Dr. J, and I'm not sure he was there at the same time as well. Was- but right? Was- but, like, th- he didn't blossom to himself in that moment. He didn't come to become the man, as you is for analogy, at that moment he had to leave to really build into that. That's why Philadelphia, or not Philadelphia, that's why Phoenix and him being able to reach the NBA final, stuff like that. When that scenario is why he tends to clamor onto them a little bit more. You do know there was like two seasons where Charles Barkley was better than Moses Malone and Julius. Better than? Don't mean. Doctor J
1: was about 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 washed by the time Barkley showed up. But it's Doctor J. No, no, I got you for 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 people. Of, for like, X. No, listen for people. That's a relationship. No, also, for people with Doctor J. Barkley was J. cold most of his time in Philly. I just I'd like to point that out. But once I mean? again, I don't think this has anything to do with skill, though. This is you are
2: under the ghost, you are under the legacy, you are under, of course, the legend of Doctor J. Which people still talk to to this day, Mike Johnson says the coolest guy at that moment that he ever saw and he wanted to emulate was Dr. J. You can't outgrow that no matter how good you are, your first cup, your first seasons of the NBA. You can't break out in that in those moments because it's Dr. J.
1: Dr. J wasn't on most of those teams that Barkley was on, though. Calvin. Yeah,
2: how many years was Barkley in Philadelphia. You know I'm sick that Calvin all of a sudden will start looking things up. <laughs> you know, I am <laughs> sick. And I'm sick that... that I'm just, that oh, sorry. I'm just like, I've seen... Problem. I've well, looked that. some
1: of this up before. But I did pull it up, but I've looked some of this up before. I'm like, some of this sounds wrong. Calvin, how long was uh, Charles Barkley on Philly?
0: Eight seasons. Eight seasons. Was when, long?
1: Did, when did... uh when did Julius Urban leave? leave? Uh, Come I think. Come on. Definitely by his third season. Let me double check. Ah dang it! Don't remember how to work. I'll, give me four. Give me four. Come
2: on. <laughs> <laughs> I really okay, hope. Let's so. see. I'm
0: a lot on um, this.
1: No. Let's see. Come on. All right, Barkley's third <laughs> year in the league. After half. Ah, he was still there in the th- on the third year. I don't think he did much though.
2: I don't care about me doing much, he's still there.
1: As
2: <laughs> if, if, if long as if he's there, that proves my point. I don't care about doing much. Come on, Come hey, on. By the
0: way,
1: third season is mine. If he's there for the hey, fourth listen,
2: season, listen, that's I'm yours. Wetting. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> uh this
1: is a. this took a left, but his, uh Barkley's third season was uh Dr. J's last season there. Hmm. Hmm. I'm just saying. We've- legends <laughs> last longer than players.
0: Shut it up. They're both legends. Uh, Calvin, when mm-hmm. did Charles Barkley make his first All-Star game?
1: Made the first All-Star game his third year in the league. I'm just saying. 86-87. And oh, didn't saying. stop making All-Star games until
2: 97-98. What do you, what
1: what you say? Hmm?
2: What do you what do you what, what do you mean? What you're saying what do you
1: mean? I'm just saying it, it goes back.
0: <clears throat> if you have five years where you are the man, okay. you are one of the top three players, and they they still find reasons to have an issue with you, toxic relationship. Shut up! It doesn't get much better than this.
2: If Grant, you want to be upset about something? Shut it, Grant. Come on. I don't know when they ever had a problem with Charles Brockley. I never heard this.
0: It, it is. Look it up. And if not, a lot Look it up. Doesn't. Because it's recorded. Who cares? It's the internet. Let's see,
2: uh... You want to say look it up? Calvin
0: look it up, Brandon now. Calvin, don't look that up. We we gotta move to the next thing. <laughs> we've <laughs> we we been on this
1: we we, we we we've been on them too long, honestly. I don't even I don't care about this fan base. Nobody should. Nobody unless
0: I feel like this is one of those regional fan bases. Like if you find a Philly fan in in Miami. I got questions. Like, you got to be a transplant. Ain't no way. It, it just doesn't make sense. I feel like they shouldn't have had, despite Joel MB Embi- being the man that he is, he's killer, he's super dominant. They should not have gained more fans since the same Pinky era. That should have been the last time they got a new fan,
2: right before the process. The only played fan I know is from college, and that's because he's from Philadelphia. I don't know. I don't even know these people. I just know they're them doing the television or whatever.
0: It's a it's a super regional team. I'm okay with that. Stay over there. Stay look. Stay up. toxic itself is self is opener. I don't need all in my life.
2: Okay, Calvin. What team don't you like?
1: uh, uh The fan base of so. Honestly, I don't like the Warriors fan base. I'm going to be real. Respect.
0: I hate them, too. I hear they're annoying. I haven't seen anything.
1: like So, like, a lot of my issue with them is, like, they seem to have this weird, like, hate of, like, the Grizzlies and Ja Morant in particular. Um, And, like, I get, right? The Grizzlies, Ja, they talk a lot of shit. It's fun. Um... But it's just like, y'all know, don't nobody think about you like this, right? Like, <laughs> it's, I don't, I don't understand it. It's just like, okay, right? Y'all are fans of the, what, the team was, what, like the most successful team of what, like the last decade? Yeah. Like, like why are you worried that, like, a young Grizzlies team talks shit?
0: Because they scared. They know it's almost over.
1: That's definitely what it's looking like. I I've I've seen I've seen them standing.
0: Yeah. Outside of the Warriors begging for attention between like twenty sixteen to like twenty twenty, I don't really have an issue with them. They they seem like <clears throat> their fan base seems very redhead stepchild. Like we want to be loved too. Like that's it. It was like sh- Shut up. <laughs> like, you got the best room duo of all time and and the greatest defensive player of all time in Drake I'm, you <laughs> you,
2: right. you I'm, I'm not talking. Keep going. You just clout, Jason. Keep going. It's crazy. So,
0: I really did that just to bother you because I know how much of a fan you are. Of Draymond Green, and you've expressed that several times on this podcast. So I just thought I would shout out to your favorite
2: player. Listen, I got the kids at school telling me Draymond Green stats now because they know it bothers me.
1: <laughs> How did they find this information?
2: Debating basketball. Once again.
1: I don't know why you'd be surprised.
2: Because I won't say a word. If you. It's one of our most viral clips on YouTube.
1: <laughs> me, me, no, no, me, no. I'm just, I'm just like
2: me going to I'm Just like
1: of course they, of course you'd have some some of the folks you teach do that. That's all I'm saying. Of
2: course. Listen, I, we talk basketball. Oh listen, I'm ready, and Golden State, they fans annoying, because they fans are like new NBA fans who don't also don't know about basketball, right? So like. Like, historically, Lakers fans don't know about basketball. They don't know about Lakers fans, or they don't know about Lakers teams. But nowadays, Golden State has taken that, like, that baton and ran with it. They don't know nothing about basketball except Steph Curry.
1: So is that a California issue, then?
2: No, I think it's just— I think it's
1: it's, just—I think it's the consequence of the success.
2: Yeah, that's I agree with that.
1: Like you get you get success, you get you get really good, you get a couple of rings, you get a bunch of bandwagon fans.
2: But at least Lakers fans are better than than eight years, right? Lakers fans are better than they've been they've been good for a long time. Golden State just got good. In the, in like the grand scheme of like basketball history, they just got good. Yeah. So all of a sudden, why do they get to be that stupid? They ain't got enough clout to be that stupid. <laughs>
1: Okay. <clears throat> it to be this successful to be this dumb. So, hist- historically speaking,
0: do you have an issue with their fan base? Because I thought the late, not the Lakers, oh. I don't know why he wanted to say the Lakers. The We Believe Warrior
2: fans, they seem like they was pretty cool. Yeah, you know, Tim Hardaway fans and Chris Mullen fans, a uh, little Chris, uh, uh, Chris Webber, you know what I mean? They seem to be all right. But then, like they didn't win nothing, and all of a sudden you got Baron Davis and you know the Redeem and all kind of stuff. What was the Redeem team, what are they call that little Baron Davis and uh and you know when he dunked the dude and they had a little bit of what? We believe. We believe, oh huh? Redeem team, we believe. Oh, I don't keep all these nicknames. Redeem the team was two thousand eight Olympics. Come on. Oh yeah. History man. So y'all basketball players, listen the um. We we believe all kind of stuff like that was cool, but like they were just a good NBA team that didn't that wasn't winning nothing. Then they win all of a sudden they're like, yeah, we we the best ever, and we got the best teams ever, and this could get the best shooter ever don't mean you the best teams ever. I'll, I'll argue that to the Roosters Crow home or whatever that saying is, right? Like Golden State Warriors are the new annoying thing. Come home, sure, something like that. Uh, No, actually, that is it. My bad. Um, But I'll argue that to this day. Um, I've had arguments with Golden State Warriors fans that don't know basketball. Because As soon as I start bringing up analogies and different people uh, from different teams, they get lost. I'm like, oh, I can't talk to you then. Because all you know about is basketball from 2013 to 2021, whatever it is, 2022. If if that's all you know, I can't talk to you. I can't talk Mm -hmm. to people who are... I can't have conversations with people who are... 20, 20 years old and younger. And that's all they know,
1: unfortunately. So, like, in a weak defense of a fan base that I don't particularly care for, um, something I did see, read in the book or something, basically you can track, like, you know, fan bases and whatever by, uh. like, how good a team was, like, from roughly the time a person was – I don't know, 10 or 12, about the time they started actually paying attention to about the time they hit college, pretty much, right? Middle school, college. And the team, and like you're more likely to be a fan of a team that was good in that time period, right? So this is going to explain. That that basically explains all of our fandoms, low key. Yeah, that makes sense. um, It would explain. The warriors but also now i think about it probably kind of explain why they're so annoying because they are because like you said they are young and they 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 just they just found out about basketball
2: yeah. ignorance <clears throat> right
0: that is my little brother to a t like he he watched basketball with us but his favorite players are like two kids
2: like, you, like, give, give me one example. He loves Damian Lillard. Well, I hope so. Name is best-case scenario for a new kid. Before Dame, his favorite player was Steph. Oh, he's, like, chucking threes? He's, like, chuck, chucking threes from deep, That's all he's like? I mean, but <clears throat> I don't know if you... You probably haven't seen my little brother play.
0: That was his game. Like, we're talking about, like, second, third grade... He already had range from half quarter. It was really stupid. And we're, we're talking about like range from like a step inside of half quarter. It didn't make sense.
2: Well, that's how every kid plays <laughs> now. You know, that's how every kid plays now. Um, it's not good. You got a three on two fast break and you're shooting threes. I don't get it, but it's fine because everybody wants to. Play like Steph Curry, but not everybody can shoot like Steph Curry. But like coaches aren't coaching well enough to be able to just like explain that to kids. There, there,
1: there's a weirdly high amount of uh, bad coaching out here. That's just my opinion, though.
2: How much of
0: that do y'all think is just analytics based versus? I don't, I don't. I'm trying to find an excuse for that stupid stuff,
2: but I don't think there is an excuse for that. Yeah, it was. It would be analytics based. That could be a reason that you could blame, or that could be a thing that you could blame it on if it was just the NBA. But if you're seeing it in like middle schools and elementary schools, it's not <clears throat> in the leagues based, it is culture based. Yeah. Most- and whenever the most pop, I mean, I-, I watched the end of the day, basketball turns into whatever the most popular player is. So when Steph Curry retires, it's going to be something else, unless somebody just is exactly like Steph Curry. But the thing is, There's no Steph like even with all these people shooting threes like they do today. There is only one Steph Curry. Yeah. Right.
1: Trey Young does a pretty
2: good imitation.
0: Not not this
1: season. Not this season. He is not. Who?
0: um, Trey Young. Trey Young. Trey Young is back to
2: being Trey Buns. (laughs) Listen, I'm not a Trey Young guy, anyways. uh, But let's say. I mean, let's say Steph goes down, right? I mean, doesn't it goes down? But let's say he there's, there there's a decline in the next two years which, in his age, that is a likely occurrence, right? Kids are gonna start playing more like Luca.
1: I'm okay with that. I don't want that. Bad. That's okay. I, I mean, well, on, on some level, on some I, level,
2: not because okay.
1: like they're not gonna understand why Luca's stuff works. They're not. But so like, like they're gonna get, so a lot of them are gonna get their feelings hurt.
2: My bad. I meant white boys are gonna start playing a lot like Luca. That's what I meant to say. Like the statement still stands. I mean, but like we could get another. Another they are that. going. I mean, but like which isn't a good thing, anyways, right? I mean, all that is is like is ball dominance. The assist has to go through me basketball, right? So it's Russell Westbrook with more with more skill, right? Yeah, that's, that's
1: also that's, LeBron,
2: but. LeBron's 6'8", to what LeBron's six eight, uh two forty, but runs like he's five ten and jumps like he's uh, you know, a, like 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 he's Derrick Rose, right? Like that's the difference. Luca is Luca's mad l- like,
1: about five hundred off that list.
2: Listen, at least you go at least you uh go to uh Luca and go, hmm, he looks like me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he got a little baby fat still, you know. But like LeBron, don't look like nobody. He don't. He never. Especially when his prime, he didn't pack nobody. So like it's, it was how LeBron plays, but LeBron's Luca to the next level. You know what I mean? So it's it's interesting. Um, I, I can see that being a way, but you know, it's it's not great, but it is a reality of things. Um, but all that being said, um, uh, Dallas Mavericks fans, they aren't they aren't annoying. Which is good, so
1: Cuban kinda is though.
2: Oh, absolutely. But but he's not an indication of fan human. base. Good thing he's on an like indication of the fan base, they are annoying. Like for every for every team that has an annoying fan base, there are teams that counteract that, right? Like Bulls fans aren't annoying. Right? Uh I really
1: or, hear nothing about from Bulls fans. Fair point.
2: Uh, Toronto fans are annoying. Toronto fans are annoying. You did yours. Raptors fans, Raptors fans are Drake fans. Drake are fans are, fans? No- huh?
1: Wait, hold on, wait. So, you're, you're upset at them because Drake came from Canada a little bit. <laughs> a little, a little you bit. Me off at you? <laughs> a little bit.
2: I'm on, I'm gonna say
0: he, he rolled that wave crazy. It makes me, it, it like. <laughs> I haven't seen him with them this season. I
2: don't yeah, really like,
0: remember him being there last season that much. Yeah.
2: Either. Like, but honestly, though, kind of it's gross. not even like I know Raptors fans in person. It's just the way they look on TV is annoying. Because them and the Miami, this Heat,
1: just their
2: fan bases on TV are annoying. Miami Heat fans are extra annoying because they're not in the stands until the second quarter. And they're not back in the and then after halftime they're not back in the stands to the fourth quarter. Yeah, they're, they're, they're fan base. they leave early before the game's even ended. I'm like and that's what, but that's what happens when you have a tourist destination city and the actual fan base. Hey,
0: let me I think I told I think we talked about this last season. I went to a Miami Heat game.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I think part of the issue is they have one of the worst stadiums stadiums arenas whatever you want to call it I have ever seen for it to be a big money place that has competed really hard over the last 15 or so years it looks like the 1980s in there it's I'm like, it's
1: poorly it's bad. Bad. Yeah. like I, I wouldn't I would not
0: be a proud fan in those stands bro it's It's awful. Like there's zero leg room. When I tell you you are in the rafters, you are in the rafters. It is. It's
2: gross. It's gross. They need things immediately. Like I think if there's one fan base I don't want to interact with in real life, it's a Miami Heat fan. Like they they. How how do you seem pretentious on TV? Like I'm just looking at you, and even your know, celebrities are extra pretentious. Yeah. Like T.J. Khaled got a pillow under his Jordans. You yeah. see that? That's wild. But like, I'm tired of seeing DJ Khaled dribble the ball- basketball.
0: By the way, that he needs he needs Drew Hamlin and marry some type of NBA trainer
2: because God, like you doing that, you got to be doing that on purpose. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he he dribbled like Stanley off the office. That's not good. Like it's. It's, I don't know, it's, uh, Miami Heat fans, even when they were winning, like, major winning with LeBron and Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh, you get, like, their their stands were still filling up when the game started. It, like, didn't feel right. I was like, oh, you're, y'all annoying. Like, I could just feel it. um Because, like, I guess it's also, like, I'm used to, like, OKC fans whose fans, when they're winning, are there from, like, tip-off and, like, don't sit to, like, they're, like, college. You know what I mean? Like, it's a very college exuberance and, and, and aura about them. So to see the opposite of that kind of just like it stands out to me.
0: Yeah. It's the difference between it being one of the social
2: events in town and being the only social event in town. Also, do the Kings have a fan base? You talking about yes, the Sacramento? that's what I was I was
0: gonna ask that earlier when we were talking about how annoying um the Lakers and the Warriors fan base is because we would have to find out how annoying the Kings fan base is to figure out if it's just a California problem.
1: For that to well, happen first, I feel like for that to happen first, the Kings need to be good. They want
0: not say win the season. They just need to <laughs> forty-three
2: games.
1: You don't so even so got to make the playoffs.
2: Just forty-three games. So once out of every twenty-five years. Yeah, I right. mean they were
1: okay in the two thousands back. In, you know, every
2: twenty-five years.
1: That was also a short stint in the 2000s. It
0: was,
2: what, like, five years, maybe? Oh, the stint was incredibly short. Yeah, like, it's... Good team. J-Will, J- Chris Webber. Good team. Stint, wildly short. Good team or fun team? Good team. He went play. to the NBA, the World called Finals. Yeah. And lost to the Lakers. Portland went to the... Uh...
0: Western Conference Finals. That doesn't mean a lot to me, bro. Portland was a good team.
2: I mean, okay. The issue with issue, the, issue is the big man was like, the big man was not up to par. Right? That's the issue. But Portland was a good team. Yeah,
0: you're right. You're right. Um, guys, I think we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. Okay. Alright. Hey, I appreciate you guys for tuning in for the entire uh, episode. You got this far, go ahead, like, subscribe, do all that fun stuff. We're here just about every week of the entire season. So please check back with us every single Tuesday. We'll be dropping that episode unless I'm tired. And then you'll get it sometime during the rest of the week. Just being honest. Again, I have been your host, Alan Pedigrew Jr. And in front of your my two best friends in the world, and they're gonna go ahead and sign us out.
1: Um, uh, once again. I'm Calvin Gowan. It's a pleasure. Uh, thank y'all for joining us. Um, actually, I, I don't got anything good. I was trying to think.
0: I'll do it for you.
1: Philip, why are you so cringy? Because
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. Go. Oh, why are you? Okay. Uh, <laughs> I have something else to say. Uh, yeah, my name is Philip Dixon, AKA My Mind Telling Me No, but my, you know the rest. And uh, yeah, just uh, subscribe down below. Click that bell for notifications, which I thought was going to say. That's why I was waiting so long. And oh, then, uh, no, you're good. We are the travelers.
1: Just just, just, just like, just do the whole bleep thing when you edit this. No, put everybody put cringe in the comments.
0: I don't even care if it's a review. Re- leave a five star review and then say Philip is cringe.
2: Dang, why your hands so big? That's crazy. Hey. Man. Is a thing.
1: This man got Bill Russell hands. <laughs>